0: Hello and welcome to Becoming, this is episode number 57, Music Can Change Your World, with J.C. Voorhees. Hi there and welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be.
1: Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently and discover who you really want to become.
0: We are your hosts, Tani Beardall and Erica Peterson. We will be interviewing guests with unique experiences and experts in different fields to help us get the most out of each episode.
1: We found a great new resource for teens that you need to hear about. Teen Job Prep is the perfect tool for any teen looking to find a part-time job. They have an awesome resume builder that is so easy to use. I was able to go through it using some qualifications I remembered from my high school days and in just a few minutes I had a beautiful professional resume ready to go. It prompts you so that you don't miss anything that you should have put on that resume. You can edit and create as many resumes as you want. And even more amazing was their video training that covered everything you'll need to know from A to Z of getting the right job to keeping it. Click on the link in the show notes or go to teenjobprep.com and use the code BECOMING to get 10% off. Welcome everyone to BECOMING. Today we have a cool, unique episode that we're gonna be doing with JC Forhees. JC, welcome to Becoming. We're so excited to have you. Thanks so much. So this was a really unique topic that we have basically no knowledge about. And we're so excited to learn from you. But you're the owner of Harmony Music Therapy in Salt Lake City in Utah. And I know you're a board-certified musical therapist, but what's your education in and what are you doing with your music therapy?
2: Yeah, so to become a music therapist you have to get a bachelor's degree in music therapy the four-year program a lot of music obviously and then a lot of psychology and other areas like statistics research all that and then after that you don't have to have a master's level but I did do a master's degree in music therapy with a focus on neurologic music therapy which is how music affects the brain
0: so so interesting and i know that teens just absolutely love music and so when you brought this idea to us we were really interested to learn more about music therapy and its benefits for teens i know that it has huge impacts emotionally and socially for teens but we wanted to hear more about how and why music therapy really works
2: yeah across the lifespan people need music right from infancy kids respond to music like crazy like they start kicking their legs they're engaged and through adulthood, you know, on the other side of the spectrum, we love music too and, and listen to things that we listened to when we were younger. But interestingly, when we work with people who are, you know, in their 70s to 90s to older, the music that we choose that brings out the most response from them are things that they listened to when they were later teenagers and early adults. Really? So the music that these teens and young adults are listening to right now, that's really what resonates most often for the rest of your life. Um, It sinks in deep. Wow. Who would
1: have thought? Yeah. Some of these things that we're going to talk about today are going to be really interesting and useful for our teens in their personal lives, even if they're not using this in therapy.
2: Right. Yeah. Music itself, even if it's more than just listening. I mean, a lot of people feel like they're not musical. I can't play an instrument or, you know, I don't know how to dance, like all this stuff. But Despite our level of knowledge and expertise on creating music, all of us need music. Mm -hmm. I like to talk about the different uses of music, right? So, I mean, with people saying they don't know how to play or whatever, it's more than just knowing how to play. We use music for creativity, for self-expression, and for connection, whether that's in listening or in creating, when we're using it for expression and connection, a lot of times that can come from listening to what someone else has created. And um, teens relate to each other extremely well when they find out someone else likes the same artist they do. Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of teens in behavioral hospitals where um, we'll say, okay, tell me your name. Like when we check in at the beginning of the group, tell me your name and um, you know how you're feeling today. And, like, who's your favorite artist that you like listening to right now? And as soon as someone says, some artist that someone else in the group likes, they're like, yeah, like, I love that one too. And they have like a <laughs> connection. Instant um, friends.
0: Yeah, that's so yeah. fun.
2: And generally speaking, your friends, you're going to listen to the same music that your friends do um, because it just kind of creates this bond. You might go home and turn on whoever it is that your, your social group says you shouldn't like them. You might still like them, because it's almost like... Because music becomes your identity, you might even be kind of ashamed of your you're choosing to listen to. Interestingly, I, I'm an advocate for just say who you like. I mean, it's okay to like something that's kind of off the wall because the other person probably secretly likes them too.
1: <laughs> They're so we talk about that a lot. Like, you just have to figure out what you like and stick to it and be brave enough to say it because, I mean, how many of us have realized – Like we were embarrassed about something and then when you finally say it, other people are like, oh, me too, even though that seems embarrassing. It's like, no, it's actually not embarrassing. Clearly, there's a reason why people like it.
0: (laughs) So we know that music is a great outlet. It's awesome just when you want to go in your room and forget the world. But how is music really helpful for other emotional challenges that teens may have?
2: Yeah, so honestly, if you were to separate your music from your experience for a moment, and listen to what that's saying. It can be really eye-opening, whatever it is that you're experiencing internally or externally, to listen to what the music has to say, whether that's in the lyrics or in the feelings that it brings up for you. A lot of teens that I work with really, really are drawn to some pretty intense music, some themes that we would consider negative and degrading, um, but they're drawn to it. And so I see that like there's something going on for them where that kind of music resonates. It feels right to them because of what's happening internally. Mm. You can almost use your music as a mirror for what's really going on for you. That can be kind of scary, honestly. Like if you really are willing to explore that, which is where a therapist can come into the picture and help make that a safe experience, to see how your music is not only impacting you, but telling you more about yourself and what you're experiencing. Then, as a therapist, we can take that, and I never say any certain kind of music is bad. Um, there's there's some themes that happen in music, things like hurting people and things like that. That, yeah, that's not gonna build us up, um, and we try to we try to avoid things that are violent and and things like that. But if there's maybe even profanity in some music, for some teens, they they've got to have some kind of expression for that. But the ideal would be to move through it, to not get stuck in that music that is keeping you in this place of chaos and darkness and all of these things that some kind of music represents. And so I might help teens put together like an emotional regulation playlist where, okay, when you're feeling this way, this song represents that and you need to be heard and to feel like there's something that's reflective of what you're experiencing so listen to this song if that's what feels right for you in the moment but then what's next and we find music that kind of gradually shifts back into a more centered state Mm -hmm. Um, so we're not stuck on these outskirts of really deep depression or really high anxiety in those those dark places so we use music to really help transition to a safe emotional place
1: Ooh, I like that. That's interesting. And I think it's really important to really like calm yourself down when you're having really heightened feelings. But I feel really connected to that just because I do really love music. And I could see that being a really useful tool to plan that out and be okay with being like, in a more heightened state, but then kind of coming down from that after a few minutes, I feel like that would really naturally happen because you're listening to music that you chose means something you like and helps you get to a better place like you would be able
2: to really come down from that that's super useful yeah we see people sometimes say when you're anxious listen to Enya but for some people Enya's gonna totally set them off they're like I do not want to listen to that right now like I need something fast and intense and upbeat to make me feel better because I mean if you think about it like vibrations or energy like I don't really do a lot with energy work or anything but it's a real thing that there's energy in your body. When you're anxious, you can feel it. Like there's tension, your muscles are tense, your heart's beating faster, like there's things happening. And so to listen to something that's completely opposite of that, it's just going to be like oil and water. It's not too much. But if you listen to something that's similar, then it's, you can like join together and move through that. To oh, that's
0: thing. So interesting. I love that you said it's like a mirror to how you're feeling and what you're listening to. I've never, ever thought of it that way, but I can totally see when I've come across a song, when I'm going through something and it like, oh, someone gets me. You just feel really connected to that. And it's almost like releasing that emotion that you're feeling. Yeah. Do you mind telling us some other ways that you really use music therapy to help these teens work through their emotional concerns?
2: Yeah. So some of the big areas, um, different types of interventions that we do include songwriting, listening, and song recreation, um, like creating something that's already been made, but in our own way. And so with songwriting, there's a lot of different ways we do this. I mean, it sounds like a big intimidating task to write a song, (laughs) Uh, especially with a group. Like we'll come and be like, hey, you guys, we're going to write a song today. And everyone's like, What? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't know how to do that. Um, But we have a lot of different ways that we make it accessible. So some different fun ways that we can use are like bringing in a bunch of magazines and people, the kids can go through and cut out clippings of some of their favorite little things that they might see it could be like funny stuff or it could be more serious um I did this recently one of the magazines was an Oprah magazine and there was like deep stuff in those ads <laughs> it's like when I look in the mirror I don't see myself and you know I'm just like wow Oprah. but so there's a lot of stuff you can bring out and then we just kind of arrange those in themes like what are the different things that the different group members brought out or you can do this an in individual too and then we put those together and as the music therapists I've got you know, I'm able to write songs and I've got a lot of training in how to do that. And so I might present a few different guitar riffs or like chord progressions and styles and just say, you know, what sounds good right now? Do you feel like you want this to be more upbeat, more jazzy or something like more like a ballad? And then they can choose which one sounds good. And then I can kind of play that and we put the words together and create a melody and create a song. No um, No way. What a cool talent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And a really cool way for a teen to be able to express themselves. I look at this like the funnest way to journal write ever. (laughs) (laughs) Like that sounds way more appealing to me than writing in a journal to be able to sit down with someone and work out your feelings and write it into a song. That'd be so cool.
2: Yeah, it sounds hard. But when you've got a music therapist there with you to like help provide those hard parts of like. I don't know how to make this music, then it becomes fun and expressive. Some other structures that we provide, um, we might say, okay, there's four lines for each of these things, right? Four lines about the problem you're facing, four lines about what it feels like and four lines about a solution. Hmm. Then, so they just kind of divide it up that way. And then again, um, I can come in with accompaniment, music different styles based on what they've written and how them help me design what that wants to sound like or if they're musical I can guide them in knowing okay so it's got these three sections you can either do the same chord progression each section or this could be your chorus maybe we could do this chord progression here instead and I can help them learn how to do it for themselves and it just becomes very empowering and so expressive and like to put something into a song it becomes this emotional experience poetry is so awesome when you set a poem to music it becomes like glorious right like it,
1: well and it doesn't have to be like some
2: beautiful song like you do like rap and hip-hop type styles too right yeah in fact GarageBand is anyone can sit down with GarageBand. like if you got an ipad or i think it's on the iphone now too i haven't really used it on my phone or on a, on a Mac computer. But GarageBand is incredible. Like you can go in and create loops. There's a lot of preset loops and you can just choose something and like freestyle rap on top of that. A lot of kids will um, just kind of go nuts with these rap loops and just make all kinds of sounds. I also do that if they have specific hip hop artists that they like that have minus tracks on YouTube. And so we'll look up a minus track and just, create that beat in the background and then they like go on top of it and they just say what they're feeling and we also help them to write out some different rhyme schemes for for hip hop and rapping and stuff if freestyle can be really intimidating so we help them to create something that they can then share
0: cool yeah what a healing way to express yourself i think that's really neat yeah
2: i know i use songwriting a lot and i i feel like a block that i run into sometimes and that my our clients run into sometimes are that you feel like the song has to be amazing. This is going to be something that everyone's going to record and listen to. But when you start to think of creating music as just like, this is to say and learn and and express what I'm feeling right now. It doesn't have to go beyond this moment. It can like, you can look back on it and be like, wow, I was really having a hard time, but um, it doesn't have to be something that, is going to be like album worthy. Um, I've got a lot of songs that I've written throughout my life, a lot just this past year, more than normal, that I tend to write when I'm feeling intense emotions and I don't know where to put them or what they mean. And so I'll sit and I'll write a song or if if I can't get a whole song out, I'll just do like a verse or something to just explore what I'm feeling. And then I go back to those things and and it just, it's like this soundscape for my life that Mm -hmm. goes deeper than just writing about what happened. Wow.
1: I love it. This is kind of exciting.
0: I want to come and do this. Let's <laughs> write a song.
2: Seriously. Another thing that we like to do in music therapy is song sharing. So, I mean, like we said, the music that teens are listening to is so much of their identity and so one of the very first things that we do to develop a relationship with our clients is say you know show me some of the music that you like to listen to and um, we'll listen to it together and talk about the lyrics I like to print out lyrics that we're listening to so we can really dig in sometimes they're like oh ooh, I didn't know I said that <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Um, so we'll just dig in more and learn more about the themes of these of these songs that they're listening to um, And then as a therapist, we always try to tie that back to whatever they're experiencing in their life. And more often than not, the song is either a reflection of what they're actually experiencing, or it's a reflection of what they're trying to avoid. Hmm. Or actually, I should add another one to that. Or it's a reflection of them putting on a front. So I had one girl in one of my groups at the behavioral hospital who was there for attempted suicide. So obviously very intense, deep things happening in her life, but she was avoiding all of it in the hospital. She wasn't willing to talk about any of it. And so we did a song sharing intervention that day. She ended up choosing this song all about being happy. And as I listened to it, obviously knowing a little bit about her history, it was very clear that this was kind of an avoidant behavior for her. And she was really struggling to talk about the things that she'd experienced and she was definitely not doing that in our group. And so I just asked her about it. I said, knowing a little bit about what you've experienced, I'm surprised that you chose a song that talks about being so happy. Can you tell me about that? And she said, well, you know, the song makes me happy. I want to be happy right now. And so this is the song that I chose. And I said, well, you know, can you, can you tell me more about how you're feeling right now? And she said, I feel happy. And So obviously the way she was talking, it didn't sound like she was happy. And so we presented that to the group and I said, do any of you ever find yourself saying that you feel a certain way when, when you don't? And we kind of had a conversation as a group and I looked over at her every once in a while and she had kind of leaned back against the wall and she started to cry Mm. as we were talking about this song and everyone else in the group was like, yeah, I, I do like I pretend (laughs) You know, when I'm with my friends, I act like everything's just fine. You know, we do our stuff, listen to our music. I do things that sometimes I don't feel good about. And then I go home and cry. Mm. And just that song brought it out uh, that she was avoiding what was really happening for her. And it made it very apparent that there was work to do. And so song sharing and, and looking at those lyrics and whether it's authentic or incongruent, can bring a lot of light to a situation just through pure music. Wow.
1: That's really awesome. And I I love that they wouldn't necessarily be able to reach that conclusion without help, but it's really neat to be able to like, think more deeply about what you're listening to. And I think that you can have some more reflection when you're having a hard time and pay attention to what you're listening to a little bit more clearly, even if you're not able to be in a therapeutic state or with somebody who's helping you like you can actually look at it and make some conclusions based on what it is that, like why you're listening to it or what that means and draw those connections to what's
2: going on in your life
0: yeah just using self-awareness and just being able to evaluate yourself I think would be really helpful
2: it's not like you have to analyze everything you listen to like there's recreational listening and it's, it's <laughs> if you happen to enjoy this angry song it doesn't mean my life's mess, you know like yeah that's fine that's okay um but just to think about it sometimes why do I like the music that I do what is it about it that appeals to me that's perfect another one of the interventions we like to do is song recreation so playing music and it doesn't even have to be recreation which would mean that You listen to something familiar and then we learn how to play it as a group so one that has been fun to do is um don't worry from bob marley you know don't worry about a thing Mm -hmm. because it's got some pretty predictable chords and it's just three different chords and so and teens usually end up liking that one so i'll just teach some of those chords anyone who wants to play melodic instruments and then there can be a lot of drums and so we can teach some really simple Um, drum patterns and just everyone can be part of this music experience and it's really fun to recreate the songs that you love and then everyone can sing and and create together and then another part of that like song creating together that can be involved in the songwriting as well where everyone's like creating something in their own sound together but we can listen to each other if there's people in the group or if I'm working with a client one-on-one who has songs that they love that they want to play on their own instead of listening to a recording of it when we play it together we can put our own spin on it in fact when I present a song to a group for lyric analysis which means that I bring in the lyric copies and everyone reads through them then I usually play it myself because I can put my own emotion into it they can change lyrics they want to and then I can sing those and that becomes a really validating and powerful experience for them
1: I know that it's not just a simple like talent that you have, you've put so much work into your education and developing these talents. But like, I think that's so powerful that you're able to do that. Because I know if that were me in that situation, I would just have the power of creation in my hands. And I think that's Mm -hmm. so cool. You're sharing that with others, because I'm sure there's so many people who kind of just want to be able to do that. But that's something that you've really worked to do. And then you can share it. I love that talent. I'm slightly jealous and need to work on my piano playing or something.
2: (laughs) Well, the thing is too, um, I mean, I have those skills in more complex ways. I've spent my life studying music. But one of the number one things that I want to do is to give every client I work with a voice through music. So they have some way to express themselves, whether that be through like just, you know, garage band. If they want to express themselves through those pre-recorded loops or different kinds of instruments they can play. There's so many instruments out there and that we use in therapy that you can play the first time. I mean, drums being one of them, but we have like little instruments like a kalimba is a little thumb piano that has such a beautiful sound no matter what you do. And same things with some other kinds of xylophones and metallophones that we use. So anyone who plays in the music therapy setting, it's going to sound good and it's going to sound like it belongs we always try to empower our clients to feel comfortable and centered in creating their own music in their own way. And then this last area I like to do, it's a pretty simple concept, but it's, it's called an audio biography. And this is something anyone can do on their own where you just, you can go back to like your childhood and choose what's a song that represents this time period of my life. And then this time period and this time period, and you can make it as many songs as you want or like, as few as you want, really, like three for beginning, middle, and end. Um, But that's just a fun way to look back on your life, especially if you've gone through some really hard stuff, finding a song to represent that. And then what happened after that? Like, what does that sound like? And then what happened? And it becomes like this, an audio biography that tells really like who you are as a person.
0: That is so cool. I've never heard of that, but I can see how useful that would be in a therapy setting. I love that idea. Yeah. Well, I'm loving all of the things that you do for work and ways that you're serving teens with their mental and emotional health. We love all of these tools you've just taught us that you use daily with your clients. And we were kind of wondering how can any teen, you know, if we're not in your area, be able to use music therapy? Are you guys readily available in every city or how do we get into this?
2: Yeah, there are music therapists all over the country. I'm pretty sure if you go to musictherapy.org, that's our American Music Therapy Association website, I think you can find music therapists on there. Or, I mean, if you wanted to, you could like contact me and I'm connected to Facebook groups where I can just say, hey, is there a music therapist in Fresno, California that can work with this teen or something like that? I've got lots of links myself, but yeah, there's music therapists everywhere and you can even do like an online consultation even with us and just say hey I'm struggling in these areas like we could help see what are some ways that we can use music to gain insight into this um, we can do this online work but I mean obviously in person is better because you can create together
0: yeah so where can our listeners find you how can they reach out to you
2: so we are harmony therapy.com is our website and then we're also on instagram with at harmony music therapy and on facebook we've got our group as well harmony music therapy
0: Great. And we will link all of those in our show notes as well. And we have to finish by asking you our favorite question we ask all of our guests. If there was any advice you could give your high school self, what would you tell her?
2: When I was in high school, I kind of felt like I was at the end of something important and the beginning of something even more important. Just this apex of life that I needed to choose how the rest of my life was going to look. And I kind of felt boxed in by that. But as I've grown, I mean, I'm 34 now and I feel like I am just starting with more ideas that I am so excited about. And so um, I would just say to be open to so many possible outcomes for your life and to follow wherever you feel like you need to go in that moment and to not feel like you're at the end or the beginning of anything big all the time. (laughs) There's so much that you can experience.
0: Yes, I love that. That would have been so helpful to hear when I was younger. I feel the same way. Like you think you need to have a plan and have it all perfect, but sometimes you just need to follow the next footstep one after another.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. This was so interesting. And I feel like if you love music, like this could really be a great thing for any teen or any listener. I am really inspired by this. I think this is really cool. So thank you for joining us
2: today. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Thank you, JC
1: this episode is brought to you by teen job prep if you are a teen wanting to find a part-time job but aren't sure where to start check out teen job prep they have a professional resume builder designed specifically for teens and video training so that you feel prepared to find a job and keep it with little or no experience go to teenjobprep.com and use the code becoming to get 10% off